0: are listening to the Everyday Norm podcast, the weekly podcast that talks about your everyday issues. No topic is off limits. Fashion, dining, politics, even curling. If it's a topic, we talk about it. And if it's hot, you know it's going on the grill. I'm your host, Big Norm. Thank you for tuning in and tell a friend about the Everyday Norm podcast. Now, let's do this. What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Big Norm, and I am here to tell you about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a platform that allows you to record, edit, and publish your podcast. It's quick, it's easy, and it's free. So if you need intro music, maybe some outro music, if you need to re-record a segment, no problem. Anchor helps you with all of that. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to other platforms like Stitcher, Radio Public, and spotify you can even get paid for your podcast with no minimum listenership so what are you waiting for why haven't you started your podcast go to anchor it's quick it's easy it's free download the app on ios android ipad or go to anchor.fm and sign up anchor podcasting made easy What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Big Norm, and welcome to the Everyday Norm podcast. I want to thank everyone for taking time out to listen. If you are listening in the USA or abroad, thank you very much for your support. Please go to our Everyday Norm Facebook page, Everyday Norm podcast Facebook page, become a norm sayer, join Big Norm Nation, tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes of the podcast also check my new podcast check out my new podcast entitled speak life where we tackle the day-to-day issues of life one breath at a time your words speak power so let's speak life into people and each other okay so check that out just debuted last week new episode coming this week as well and also check out big norm tv that you can find on youtube if you have any gamers out there, um, I do gaming videos. I just dropped a new video about Stormbreaker from the Avengers Endgame Infinity War movie. So check that out. But on today, we're going to be discussing some very serious topics. I'm um, going to do something a little different today as far as the show setup. Not a lot of music and things like that because I want and I need the message that I would like to convey to be heard but once again thank you for for all your support thank you everyone but on today um i want to talk about the events that happened on, on the capitol on the 6th of january this year and i have <clears throat> waited uh a week to pe- uh, speak publicly about this um concerning these matters i wanted to make sure i had all of my thoughts together i wanted to make sure that I was uh, calm, professional, rationalized because, you know, when a black man on the media, in the media, TV, radio, whatever the case may be, when a black man is passionate about what he believes in and has no problem expressing it, he can be perceived as an angry black man. And I do not want the message to be lost because someone thinks that I am. An angry black man. But I am angry and I am black because what we saw at the state nation's capital was flat out ridiculous. It was flat out ridiculous. But if you know anything about me and the things I've posted on my social media platforms, I'm not shocked, I'm not surprised, you know. I'm going to say this, uh, right now, what we saw on the Capitol on January 6th was an act of domestic terrorism. Many people won't acknowledge that many people don't see it that way, but what we saw was a clear, um, a clear domestic terrorist attack on a nation's capital. An attack that resulted in the death of five people two of them being um cops the other three i personally will not mention on this show because they were terrorists and just like any other terrorist that uh has a uh, committed violence and when they were killed in the process they're not given that attention and before i even get started i want to uh send out my prayers to the families of the two officers. I do not know the second officer's name, but their first one was Brian Sicknick, defending the Capitol, defending his countrymen, the senators and Republicans or Democrats, the congressmen and women uh, gave his life, died in line of duty protecting them from a domestic terrorist attack. On behalf of the Everyday Norm podcast, we recognize and remember the two officers that did their jobs. And all the officers that did their jobs in protecting um, the men and women in government, um, because there were some that did not. But once again, this was a clear act of terrorism. Now, before I can even begin to go there, I have to backtrack. Donald Trump incited all of that. And if you are a Trump supporter, if you can't stomach someone saying anything negative about Donald Trump, then this isn't a podcast for you. This isn't the episode for you. I spare nothing when it comes to Donald Trump. I spare nothing against any politician, regardless of political party affiliates or philosophy. But Donald Trump incited that with his words. He tweeted a month before that they were going to go down to the Capitol. Be wild. It's going to be crazy. Just hours before he go down to the Capitol, I'll be with you, which he wasn't. He was in the West Wing watching all this unfold, smiling, happy. But even go back to that, for months we have been hearing that the election was rigged, Donald Trump spreading lies that the election was fraudulent, that votes were stolen, votes were added after polling places were closed, Uh, (coughs) votes came out of nowhere, Um, just a whole bunch of unfounded uh, information, basically a, a whole bunch of lies if we want to be honest so he gets his base all fired up and everything and tell them the same thing he goes spreading it he has republican um uh, officials like lindsey graham and ted cruz and marco rubio those people who have been defending him matt gates who've been defending him since i don't know how long and still want to perpetuate the lie now I want to go back to the votes i have to go back I've i've explained this before Because of the situation, I will explain this again. And I originally said this in my um, episode, I think the midterm elections, um, about two years ago. And I reiterated it um, in my current episode, The Biggest Lie Not Told. But for the sake of this conversation, I will bring it back again when it comes to the votes. I've said this and I will continue to say this. And I say this to inform people, to educate people on how this process works because clearly people are so ignorant to how the process works in this government, in this country. When it comes to voting, I will say this once again, no one, I repeat, no one has a constitutional right to vote for president of the United States. No one, no one black, no one white, no one male, female, fat, skinny, short, tall, Gay or straight, you do not, we do not have a constitutional right to vote for president of the United States. How do I know? Just look it up, if you can. There's nothing constitution, in the Constitution that says you have a legal right. There's nothing in the constitutional Constitution, I'm sorry. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Why is that the president of the United States is the only election process that uses electoral college? Any other voting, any other election, governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, sheriff, mayor, constable, councilman, alderman. Why is it those election processes uses the most vote, most votes win? Governor, most most votes win. We just saw the runoff with um, in Georgia between the in two senate races, Raphael Warnock versus uh, Kelly Leffler. David Perdue versus John Ossoff, most votes win. But for the office of president of the United States, they go by an electoral college. Many of you don't even know who your electors are in your respective states. I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't know all my electors in the state of Georgia. Some of you don't even know how many electoral votes your state has. I do. Georgia has 16. Many of you are just simply clueless to how the process works. So I'll break it down for you once again. Election day, November 3rd. People early voted, people absentee voted, and people in person voted um, for election day. The results come in. Now I'm going to use, so no one will get upset, I'm going to use my state, the state of Georgia. And I look at the map of all the counties in the state of Georgia. And I see all the counties that are red, and I see all the counties that are blue. First and foremost, I do not know, you do not know if those counties actually voted red or blue because you don't have the information. You wasn't there to see every single count. So you're going by what the television, what the media is pushing out. So they say if, for example, in our in my state, they say Fulton County went blue, but Daughtery County went red, I don't know that for sure. I don't know. I'm going by what I'm going by the information that's being presented to me. So you don't know that election day is all that does is just give the people an opportunity to cast their vote and who they want. Election day does not guarantee a presidential win. It does not. It just means that the people have chosen a particular candidate. Okay. now, Donald Trump claims voter fraud. Now, everyone, and I want to talk specifically to all the Trump supporters, whether you're black or white, it doesn't matter to me. If you are a Trump supporter, listen to this. And I would like you to answer this question if you can. How can the election be rigged against Donald Trump for president of the United States? But on the Republican ballot, you had people like Lindsey Graham, you had people like Mitch McConnell, you had other Republican candidates winning uh, vying for a re-election. Lindsey Graham's election... Lindsey Graham got reelected. Mitch McConnell got reelected, but they're on the same Republican ballot as Donald Trump. So how can Donald Trump election be rigged, but Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and those who supported Donald Trump are still in office? It doesn't make any sense. He challenged the results of, uh, of votes of several states, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, And federal judges, state judges that Donald Trump appointed dismissed his his cases, his lawsuits, his claim, because there was nothing, there was no evidence. And these are judges that he appointed. So you can't say they were Democratic judges. These were judges that Donald Trump appointed in his term. So where is the voter fraud, Trump supporter? Where is the voting irregularity, Trump supporter? The state of Georgia, we counted our votes three times with the same result. Give or take a few thousand, but not enough to change the outcome of the election in the state of Georgia. At the end of the day, Joe Biden had more votes than Donald Trump. But once again, the votes for president don't matter. It's the electoral votes that matter. And the electors of the United States are not constitutionally or legally obligated in any way, shape, or form to cast their vote based on the will of the people. For example, if Georgia supposedly went blue this year, if you have Republican electors who don't want to go that way, who don't want to vote that way, guess what? They'll just give their votes to the Republican candidate. And I've always said, and I do applaud the media, this election process because they gave out so many clues to people how this process works many of you didn't pick it up because more like in in the previous years i do not recall this much attention on the electors meeting and i've said this also in my previous episodes about a month or three weeks four weeks something like that after the election the electors come and can come together and officially cast their vote for president united states So I'll give you an example in 2016 election, Donald Trump was the projected winner come December 14th, whatever day that was in 2016 when the electors, they could have changed their minds and said, you know what, I want to cast my vote for Hillary Clinton. And if Hillary Clinton had enough electoral votes, she would have been president, not Donald Trump, in spite of what was said or the the agenda, the message that was sent on election day. So I've been saying December fourteenth. That's when the uh, electors cast their vote. January fifth, when those votes. January fifth. <coughs> I'm sorry, sixth. When those votes are counted, they were already certified. I mean, now they were certified. They were already counted. They were already cast. So Donald Trump pressures Mike Pence to overturn the results and say you have to do something. Mike Pence was in opposition. To do anything other, other, other than follow the rule of the law but donald trump to get his base going because they didn't want to they didn't want his board they didn't want that didn't want their boy to lose the election and that's what the book that basically what it boils down to we saw everything that went down on the Capitol because donald trump lost an election not because someone was shot seven times in the back not because someone had an uh and someone had a knee to the neck for eight minutes eight minutes and 46 seconds not because uh, not because someone was jogging down the street and counted by two people with guns who suspected him of stealing something they had no proof not because of a kid was in the park with a toy gun and police came in less than a second shoot him down like a dog in the street but because one man lost an election trump supporters when hillary clinton lost it it devastated her it took her a day to get herself together but eventually she uh got us set together and she congratulated donald trump so as of right now hillary clinton is more of a man than donald trump 2000 election al Gore versus george w bush he did the exact same thing he wanted to make sure all the votes were counted, and everything and once the certification was official he let go he gave it up it's been official Donald Trump is a sore loser. Donald Trump is a racist. He's a liar. He is a rapist. And he incited violence on the nation's capital. It took hours before the FBI, I'm sorry, the National Guard got there. Hours. This was a planned attack. It was known well in advance. The lacks of security and police was outstanding. Police officers being seen taking selfies with rioters. Who just stormed the nation's capital, damaged property, damaged property, left feces in the nation's capital, had ropes that came, but you want to say peacefully protesting? Well, we saw rioters with tactical gear, with combat boots, with hard hat, some type of hard hat, and uh, zip ties and weapons. Doesn't sound like a peaceful protester to me. That sounds like a terrorist. We saw cops literally inviting rioters in, terrorists in, that's what they are, terrorists, they're thugs, inviting them in, taking selfies, escorting them out. And I will say, I don't have to say this, but I will say this, if if this were black, Muslim, there'd be blood all over, a lot more blood on the floors of the nation's capital, other than two or three people. I keep hearing people say the, we live in two Americas. I would say, no, we don't. What we saw on the six is the same America that has been in existence since the beginning. An America that is founded on racism and America that is founded on hate and America that is founded on evil and America is founded on a, 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 a weird, a deluded sense of religion where they think they're doing the will of God Or they're following the ways of God But their actions say otherwise Domestic terrorism, ladies and gentlemen Timothy McVeigh, Ted Krasinski Domestic terrorism Domestic terrorism Eric Robert Rudolph Olympic Olympic, par- uh, Olympic, Olympic sh- bomber In Atlanta Domestic terrorism And see here's the thing about it uh, White America I'm going to really break this down for you Because your act of stupidity and, and, and violence on the 6th You shot down some of your own messages That you have been using as counter messages To people of color and minority First and foremost I don't want to hear any, anything else about All Lives Matter If all lives matter, you would not have done what you did. If all lives matter, the two officers that died would still be here. And as to the best of my knowledge, I can't say for sure to the best of my knowledge as of right now, as of this day, and this is a week after the um, incident, as a matter of fact, this is the day that they're voting on impeaching Donald Trump. As of this day, I have not heard Donald Trump publicly even acknowledge the death of the two officers. I haven't heard anything from Donald Trump. His first public, uh, public speech. If you listen to what I was saying and analyze it, many people feel that was totally appropriate. Well, it wasn't appropriate, but then again, why should we be surprised? This is the dude saying, dude, that said that told his supporters to, to um, assault Any protesters at his rallies Punch the blank out of them Beat the ish out of them So why would this be any different So Republicans are using the tit for tat. Well, what about when Maxine Waters said this and Well there's a difference between other folks No one acted on those things That Maxine Waters and other uh, Democrats No one And then on top of that They're not the one at the White House they're not the ones in the White House, and if you Trump supporters, white America, you can claim that you're so smart and so educated. Why is it that you don't see that you're being played? Because clearly you don't know how the process works. Clearly, you do not know how the process works. I've said this many times, and I will continue to say this. This is not a democracy, in spite of what you hear. This is not a democracy. It is a republic. What is the difference? A democracy, you have the freedom to do whatever you want, the liberty to do whatever you want. A republic, the decisions are already made, but they want you to to feel like you're part of the process. It was already decided that Donald Trump wasn't going to be the next president, wasn't going to be reelected. It was already decided by the powers that be. Not you, not me. It was already decided. But yet you came and stormed the Capitol, you broke windows. Like I said, domestic terrorism, criminal trespassing. But back to my, my soul. So all lives matter, that's done. Of course, we know that God said that all lives matter. He even said that all souls are his, but the soul that sinneth shall surely die. So we know that. But you used it in a term where all lives matter to, kind to, to counter black lives matter. So your all lives matter argument shot down. Back to blue. Blue Lives Matter shot down. Why? Because you assaulted. You saw Trump supporters pull a pull an officer off the steps and beat him with poles that the American flag was attached to. Police officers assaulted. But respect the blue. Back the blue. Blue Lives Matter. Those three arguments are shot down. So let's let's review. Blue Lives Matter. Back the blue. All lives matter. And respect the military. Those four arguments are shot down. And guess what? I'm not even done. (laughs) I'm not even done. Respect the military. Oh, so that's shot down. Remember now. Remember, let's go back. 2016, I'm correct. Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. What did you all say? He was disrespecting the flag. He was disrespecting the military. And he was disrespecting the. our country. What do you think you all were doing on the sixth of January? And all Colin Kaepernick did was take a knee. Colin Kaepernick didn't hurt anyone. Colin Kaepernick didn't throw a punch. Colin Kaepernick didn't have weapons, <clears throat> bombs, and things like that. No. Oh, and they give an example of, oh, but not the sidetrack. one of the, uh, senators that were in that was in the Capitol um said that he uh, had a secret office he said the secret office was raided but not his main office he claims it was inside job and i believe that but you know respecting the military that's gone that's gone disrespecting the military. no i don't even want to hear that you have no argument now trump supporter you didn't have one then but you don't have one now country first your actions weren't country first your actions weren't country first Who told you that you had the authority to go and storm that camp, storm that Capitol. You went there to hurt someone, potentially kill someone. If you had your hand, if you had it your way, you would have been able to get your hands on Mike Pence, drag him to wherever you all had that noose was, and you would have hung him. You would have killed Nancy Pelosi. Criminal trespassing. Oh, the dude that wanted to sit in Nancy Pelosi's chair in her office dummy, you're all on camera committing federal crimes. Taking a legal federal document from the office of the uh, the Speaker of the House. Trump supporters, you put the lives of so many men and women in Congress and government in danger. Officers taking selfies. Understand this. You're taking selfies with rioters When you should be protecting the people in office in government who are trying to get to the second in command and the third in succession, Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and any other Democrat or Republican that oppose Donald Trump, you are taking selfies. You are escorting people out. You are talking to them. And to say you don't may not like it, but respect it. Your job is to protect, protect, and serve. So many officers. And oh, which brings me to my next point. I want to hear anything about not defunding the police. You lost that argument as well. So let's review once again, back to blue, respect the police, blue lives matter, all lives matter, country first. And what did I just say? What did I just say? I can't remember, but the last one I just said, all those arguments, counter arguments, you have now shot down. Country first, all those shot down. Military should disrespect the military Disrespect the flag shot down We We saw the American flag with Trump flags With confederate flags So much for country first So much for So much for liberty and justice for all So much for land of the free home of the brave Like I said We do not live in two Americas We live in the America that has been like this Since the beginning of time The America where all men are not Seen or created As equal Plain and simple, Republicans who have been supporting Donald Trump for four years, you have blood on your hands. Donald Trump, you have blood on your hand. So you can talk all you want, Lindsey Graham. We had a fun ride, but now it's over. You can't. No, you have blood on your hands. Which is another thing. Trump supporters, do y'all? Do you all? Do you all not remember what um, Lindsey Graham said about Donald Trump? In twenty fifteen when Donald Trump was announcing his candidacy for the United States. Do you do you not know or remember or care to remember what he said what he about Donald Trump? I don't I don't understand because he clearly said how he felt and all of a sudden he changes it. And now he's kissing the butt of Donald Trump. I just don't understand it myself. I guess you all f- forget that. Well, let me tell you.
1: Really? That he's bringing his name down and he's not helping the process and he shouldn't be Commander-in-Chief. If you want to be Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces... You need to understand that John McCain and all like him, not just John, are truly American heroes. And then when put yourself when you put yourself in harm's way, that makes you a hero. But you know what I think is it makes you a hero? When you're the spouse raising kids when your loved ones deployed. I've been in the military for thirty-three years. It truly is a team and a family. So what he said about John, I think was offensive. He's becoming a jackass. At a time when we need to have a serious debate about the future of the party and the country. We're on the verge of giving an Iranian Ayatollah who's a radical uh, jihadist a pathway to a nuclear bomb. Uh, The world is literally falling apart. We're becoming Greece here at home. And all we're talking about is Donald Trump and everybody he insults. But he's crossed the line here. It may be some frustration with our border. I get that. That's no justification for What's landing on it. huh? What's the line he crossed?
0: What is the line he's crossed? How many can you count? Too many to count. So, Trump supporter, what did you accomplish? Because the vote still got certified. Not to mention the super spreader event you all caused because you didn't want to wear a mask. Not all of you, but some of you didn't. So... Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to see another spike in COVID cases across the country because of stupidity and irresponsibility. So all of your arguments, Trump supporter America, about blue lives matter, all lives matter, country first, respect the blue, respect our military, respect our country, you disrespected each and every one of those things. Every single one of those things. To the cops that were complicit, you had blood on your hands as well. Your job was to protect and serve, but you did anything but that. You had a cop that gave his life, put his life on the line when he realized that uh, that an entryway to the rotunda was exposed. And he diverted the crowd away from that so there wouldn't be any further bloodshed and many of you all are curious you've heard the 25th amendment being thrown out you've heard impeachment being thrown out what the media isn't telling you i will going to tell you right now there's a reason why the 25th amendment isn't being stressed as opposed to impeachment and i will tell you what the process is the president i'm sorry Mike Pence and, and, other men and women of government can inf- want Pence to invoke the 25th amendment, making Donald Trump unfit for office. So Mike Pence could say, I don't think he's in his right state of mind. I feel he's unfit. Donald Trump can easily rebut him and say, I'm in my perfect mind. There's no reason for the 25th amendment to be invoked," and they will go back and forth for about 20 days to prove that Donald Trump is unfit for office. And by that time, Donald Trump would have been out of office, but the impeachment is brought up because it does several things. One, it would impeach him a second time. Two, if it goes, when it goes to the Senate and he is actually convicted, meaning he is guilty of the violations and he is removed from office immediately, He would lose his pension, he would lose the budget for travel, and he would lose his security, his lifetime security that all former presidents get after they leave office, every last one of them. But more importantly, he would not be able to hold a federal position, any federal office position for the rest of his life. Now, I'm really, you know, you could say that, hey, Donald Trump uh, could stay in office because. You know he does have charges waiting for him when he leaves office i told you he has rape allegations he has a rape case rape case waiting on him he had a he was scheduled for a rape case ladies and gentlemen when he uh became president so there are pending charges waiting on donald trump when he leaves office so i understand his desperation but at what cost but at what it cost? I feel bad for the officers that lost their lives, but I can't say I feel bad for the terrorists that lost theirs. Why? What did you do? You stepped on federal property without consent. You committed federal criminal trespassing. You broke windows. You assaulted police officers. You left feces and fecal matter in the capital. You had every intent to do bodily harm. So it's hard for me to have sympathy for that person losing a life. It's like this: I believe in um, protecting what's mine, and I don't have I uh, I don't have sympathy for people who break into other people's houses who worked hard for their uh, accumulation, their accomplishment, and uh, and their property. And if you're dumb enough to break in someone's house to try to steal something that doesn't belong to you and they respond with fire, with gunfire to protect themselves, their where being, their family, their property. I have no sympathy for you because you should not have been there in the first place. Instead of breaking into someone's property, taking something that will belong to you, get a job. Get your own stuff. But so much for peaceful protesting. So much for peaceful, peaceful protesting you had that in your mind it was a planned event it was talked about on social media and where was the national think about it everyone think about the Capitol and the white house for that matter when george floyd was murdered you remember you seen the barricade they wasted no time barricading um setting a perimeter for the white house because they did not want rioters to get there and they call Black Lives Matter terrorist group. What do you think the KKK is? It's funny to me. We can talk about uh, um, um, radical Islam. We can talk about Al Qaeda, but we don't want to talk about the domestic terrorist group that has been around for well over 100 years. The Ku Klux Klan. White supremacy. Neo-Nazis white nationalists these entities have been around for years in this country domestic terrorism domestic terrorists but we don't talk about them but all of a sudden a, a movement that started a few years ago and all of a sudden they're a hate group now i'm not part of the black lives matter organization I, I support the black lives matter movement and i will say this not to get off track but being pro 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 black does not mean that i'm anti-white and when we say Black Lives Matter, we're not against the police. We're against police brutality. But when it comes to white America, the narrative gets changed. You no, know, Kaepernick takes a knee. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag, but he took a knee. He clearly explained why he took it. To bring awareness to social injustice, to police brutality, systemic racism. Oh, but he's disrespecting the flag. He's disrespecting the military. You should stand proudly for your flag. That flag doesn't represent me. No one my color. Because when the Constitution was set up back in, what, 1776, if I'm correct, it didn't include black people. We weren't considered people during that time. So we weren't if we weren't considered people, we definitely weren't considered citizens. So holiday like independence day july 4th that don't apply to me my people were still enslaved so what did you accomplish all you did and i'm in in a sense i'm in a sense i'm glad that what the events happened because it showed everyone just just i mean it ain't even really truly but it showed everyone exactly truly how racist this country is donald trump didn't create racism he just became the face of it and what that did wednesday it didn't even take the band-aid off all they did was just they got they got tired of being under the rug being the dust that was constantly swept under the rug to try to convince guests that the house is clean and they got tired of it so they came from under the rug and showed their true colors and showed you just how dirty, and how corrupted this is. I told it, I'll say it again. You know, they've changed their, they've exchanged their white hoods for police badges, surgical masks, black robes in the judicial system. They're all in the country, all woven into the country. Now I'm not saying all white people are racist. Of course I'm not saying that. That'd be crazy. You got some white people that, that believe in equality for everyone. But when it comes to people like Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump has disrespected your wife and Donald Trump has made false accusations that your father, your father was responsible for the assassination of John F. Kennedy, but yet you still support him yet. You still support him Republicans, there's no such thing as Republican. Your your party doesn't exist anymore. Donald Trump destroyed it, and you helped you helped him destroy it. It's a party of Trump now, because at one point the Republican Party did stand on some type of values, and for that I can respect. I I I I can appreciate that you've taken a stance against um, same sex marriages because I don't support that. I appreciate you taking a stance on abortion because I don't support that. But just because I don't support that doesn't make me re- doesn't make me Republican. I don't agree with abortion. I just don't feel that the government should be trying to tell a woman what to do with her body. That doesn't make me Democrat. It's not a, it's not a law that needs to be made because at the end of the day, God has condemned these things. So I don't need to take a vote on something God has already said that Dean was wrong, that was evil, that was sinful. Not to mention Republicans, you want to put, um, you want to say that you're against abortion and same-sex marriages, but we're talking about the same country, ladies and gentlemen, that makes prostitution illegal simply and only because the woman who's making the money isn't paying taxes on the money she's earned. Has nothing to do with morals. Has nothing to do with setting a good example for children is because the government is not getting their piece of the pie. If a prostitute right now could walk could go into the IRS building. She can say, look, I made a hundred thousand dollars last year on my back. I want to pay my taxes. She could pay her taxes, get her receipt and walk out and not be touched by police. You're, you're, you're arrested for soliciting prostitution. No, sir. I paid my taxes on my, on my, on my money I made last, last year, this for last year, she couldn't be touched. The same government that funds the KKK, because guess what? The KKK is a limited liability corporation. I mean, they can ask for funds for help. So we see the hypocrisy of American government. We see the hypocrisy of Republicans. You all all claim that, that the Democratic Party is so radical, have gone so far to the left. What is the identity of the Republican Party now? Who is it? Mike Pence. Your boy dogged you. He dissed you. And because of that, his followers, his, his, his cronies, if they got their hands on you, they won't kill you that day. But yet you still, in some ways, won't pull the trigger. So all of your arguments, ladies and gentlemen, black lives uh, against Black Lives Matter, about support, about taking a knee, it's all shot. It's all shot. It's all shot. America, you've been exposed once again. And when I say America, I spell America A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out the Everyday Norm Facebook page uh, and tell me what you think. Um, This wasn't one of those topics that was easy to talk about, but it had to be talked about. Um, I'm not going to shy away from it. and I'll continue to speak up, speak out and speak against not what's right or left, but what is right and what is wrong. So if you're a Trump supporter and you listen, thank you very much. I hope you take this time to reflect and everyone that was involved with the terrorist attack should be pressed, should be facing federal charges, hefty federal charges, arrests have been made, more arrests are coming. Some people have been arrested at the airport, but if you can get everyone or as many as you can, because there were a lot of people and a lot of people didn't show their faces, but if you can get and if you know someone, if you're a neighbor and you know that your neighbor was one of those people up there, then you need to report them. You need to report it because if you don't, you are federally aiding and abetting a terrorist and you can face just as much jail time as them as well. So thank you, you all take it easy. Happy new year.